What's up, buds? What's up? BJ Und Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Und I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Lots of wrestling. Yeah. I also broke my hand. Yeah. That kind of sucked. It was, yeah. It was stupid. Right. It was stupid. It was metal as fuck, though. It is pretty fucking metals, I gotta admit. You're right yeah. about that. At least they don't need to put metals in your hands. Though. That's true. Hopefully it's, it's just a bad. cast right. on Mondays. Right. Tomorrow for you buds out there. But it's normal. Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Brother, brother. There were some okay things, and then there yeah. were some other things that happened, too. Right. Uh, the okay thing... Well, we started off with some okay things, because it was going to be a contract signing between Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio. Yes. For uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam match. Um, <clears throat> so, that happened. It did. And... It was pretty badass. Like, yeah. Seth's cut, cut a really good promo. Joe was there, but Joe kind of pushed out. Um, and then there was a match with Seth Rollins versus Humberto Carrillo yes. after this. Yes. We haven't seen Humberto in a while, so right. he's back. There's that. Um, I guess that's, but that's Seth, cool. Yeah. Seth does end up picking up the win. Right. But, uh... The aftermath was the best part, because Murphy ended up attacking Mysterio, and oh, during that, the contract match, I forgot, so it's going to be kind of the same as the Dolph Ziggler rules, is what it seems Yes, like. yeah, that's right. So Dominic... Can do whatever he wants, right. but Seth Rollins has to follow the rules, basically. Yeah. Um, but to... Which means Rollins is going to win, given how these matches go so far. Pro- oh, yeah. He's probably um, going to win for other reasons, too, but... Right. Yeah. But after yeah, after this match, uh, they attacked Dominic, and they beat the fuck out of him with the kendo stick. Mm-hmm. Did you see the pictures? I saw the aftermath pictures. He was <sighs> fucked up. Yeah. Like, fucked up. Yeah. It was dope, though. He took it like a man. Yep. That's for damn sure. Paying his dues, man. That shit has to hurt. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to pay him. He's paying his. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so now we're getting the fallout of the, of the poisoning from last week. Yes. Of Montez. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to get... First, we're going to get Andrade versus Angelo Dawkins. Correct. And Angelo Dawkins ends up <clears throat> picking up the win there. Yes. And then Belair gets all pissed off, and uh, her and Vega go at it next. Mm-hmm. And Bianca picks up the win. Yes. So. Not surprising, but... No. Pretty dope. Yeah. Bianca's so dope. She really is. I'm I'm happy anytime she's wrestling on the TV. Yep. Um, and Charlie Caruso then came in and uh, asked Bianca if she actually has any evidence that Zelina did the poisoning. And basically, she says no, but <laughs> so you know, right? Yeah. You know how it goes, right? Why not? <laughs> uh, let's see, Apollo Cruz or MVP. I think. Oh, the whole hurt business was in the ring. That yeah, because they're a thing. Remember? Yeah. Uh, and Apollo Cruz comes out, and then. He throws a couch. Mm-hmm. It was pretty dope. I will say, though, what what was weird with the, the Hurt crew, mm-hmm. 
I like. I mean, I like them. I like the idea, but they were supposed to be like running the underground, and they were nowhere to be seen on the underground. Yeah, I don't. Understand. I don't understand. Like, it's WWE storytelling. They yep. forgot about it. Yep. Fuck. It. Uh. Which that led to a match of Shelton Benjamin versus Apollo Crews. Yes. And Shelton Benjamin actually picks up the win. That is true. So. Which is surprising, but I guess. Mm-hmm. Are they setting up like maybe a triple threat match, or are these things just going to be now? It's just going to be Shelton and Cruz next. I thought maybe MVP was still going to be involved. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. Uh. Oh. Um. Mickey James is back. Yeah. And she's being interviewed by Sarah Schreiber. And then Lana and Natalia come out, <laughs> and these like matching. They're completely yeah. matching, like outfits and hair and everything. Right, it's ridiculous. I like it. Although, like Lana had the line of the week. Yes, like, yes, she uh, did. Was it? Oh yeah. How can you win gold when uh, you don't even have a TikTok? <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see more of that though. Mm-hmm. The Lana and Natalia thing. Like, I'm I'm more interested in Natalia than I have been since she wrestled Charlotte in NXT back in however fucking many years ago that was. Seven years ago, six, seven something years like ago. That. Yeah. So, there's that. Right. They're doing something right, at least, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, so that same chick that was backstage with Angel last week? Yes. The chick from The Bachelor? Yeah, the one he was flirting with. And yeah. Yeah. She was interacting with the Viking Raiders and um, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Okay. And, and it was pretty funny because she did just did the whole, to Ivar, like, you know, hey, you're cute. And then to Eric. You, not so much. You, not so much. <laughs> I do like they keep putting that in here and there. Me too. I don't get it, but I don't care. Fuck it. (laughs) Right. It's excellent. Uh, We got an eight-man tag match, which was Tozawa and some of his ninjas. Okay. Versus Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, and the Viking Raiders. I did not see this. Yeah. It was very quick. Um, Surprise. So, yeah. (laughs) Like, the faces won. Okay. Not the ninjas. Uh, no surprise. And then, but there was, during the match, there was, like, one of the ninjas that really tried not to do anything. Okay. And at the end, um, as Tozawa was leaving, that ninja rolled him up to win the 24-7 title. And Archer's Archer. Yeah, I did see that part. Yeah. That's the only thing I saw from the match. Now he has a 38-time is that how many it is? Yeah. Holy fuck. That's a lot of They're times. just racking it up. He's already crushed Raven's everything championship. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, McIntyre cuts a promo. Yay. They're usually good, Very so I'm okay. sure this one yeah. was. I didn't see it, actually. Yeah. I didn't see his promo this week. Yeah, it was good. It was obviously about Orton. Right. How Orton's a dick. How he's going to beat Orton mm-hmm. at SummerSlam. Yeah. Brother, brother. Yep. SummerSlam. Uh, we got Liv Morgan took on Peyton Royce. And Peyton Royce picked up the victory. Yeah, she did. I thought Liv was going to win this. It seems like they were going to start on a roll with the Ruby mm-hmm. uh, Ruby Riot, Riot Squad. Riot Squad. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. That's it. Right. Woo! Um, 
but Ruby accidentally caused the distraction, so. Ruby, 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 Ruby. I don't know what they're doing with them. I don't know. It's like they're getting them together just to break them up again. What's the mm-hmm. fucking point, you know? Yeah. Uh, we had Raw Underground. Yes. Where we started off with uh, Riddick Moss taking on some dude. And Riddick Moss beat the shit out of him. So that was cool. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. And then we had a fucking excellent match between Asuka and Bailey. And if Asuka wins, she gets a Raw Women's Championship match at SummerSlam. Yep. Uh, versus Sasha. So. And then she did. And then she did. And she's now the number one contender for Sasha's championship. Yeah. At SummerSlam. Yeah. For now. Just a week from today for you buds out yeah. there. There we'll might do, be more later. You'll get Wants and Wheels next week on the pod. Yeah, you will. Yeah. You can listen to last year's SummerSlam Wants and Wheels. They're free in the bud cards, in case you didn't know. There's actually like 138 other episodes previous to this you can listen to for free. All of them. We give them all to you for free. For free. We're just just in it for the fame and glory, man. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, And boy, do we have it. Yeah, we do. We have to be one of the, like, top... I'm so famous and glorious, I got a purple cup. That's true. It's like sitting on fucking purple satin. It is. It's fucking soft. It's fucking great. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Asuka's gonna face Sasha. I'm gonna that's go. gonna be a great match. It should be a great match. Mm-hmm. Those are two of the best female wrestlers anywhere in the entire world right now. Yeah, it's great. I'm down for it. Uh, Let's go. Oh, more Raw Underground. This Daba Kato guy mm-hmm. uh, beat the shit out of some people, and then. Uh, Shayna Baszler comes in and tries to fight him, and Shane McMahon wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, that's the first, first, second rule now. Second rule of Underground. What's the first? What was the first? I don't know. This was the only one I've seen. First rule is no rules. Second rule is oh. girls can't fight boys. Right. Yeah. Is there a rule about no eye rakes or something? Nothing in no. the eyes or some such? <laughs> no. I mean... There was a ball shot this week. That's true. He just grabbed him by the dick. Yeah. Straight up. Right? Um, but then none of the girls ringside wanted to face Baszler, so she just went out and grabbed, like, three of them. Beat the, and beat the fuck, fuck out, out of them, them. yeah. It's pretty dope. And that was it for, like, Raw Underground this week. It wasn't that much. Yeah, that's all they gave us. Right? Um... I almost wish it was the whole fucking hour. Yeah, that's, like, the first time I heard what they were saying, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Like, the whole third hour, but right. no, it's just clips in the third hour right. are part of that. And then I love how, so week one we had uh, dancers, and people were bitching that they brought, like, bikini dancers back. And then this week they took them away, and, and now there's bitching, bitching now that, that they, they took, took the bikini away. dancers away. Right. And I think, uh, I think Liv Morgan was one of the ones bitching that they took them away. She wasn't bitching. I saw her comment. It was just basically like, uh, I don't think they took away from us. Like, they're doing yeah. something different, and their job's right. hard, too. Yeah. It's just different than what we're doing. Empower women to do what they and, want. Right. That's the whole thing. And that's, that was the message. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, right. So, our main event. Main event! Randy Orton taking on Kevin Owens. Yeah. I didn't um, see the match, but huh. I saw the after promo spots. Yeah. Where... Orton and Ric Flair talked. Yeah. But you can talk about the match first, I guess, because I didn't. Uh, uh, Orton won with yeah, Mark Hale out of nowhere. 
That's, it's like, yeah. Owens went for the stunner. And didn't hit it. Took an RKO. Yep. And then, One, two, three. Uh, yeah. And then Randy Orton fucking put down Ric Flair. Yeah. Pretty bad. Hard. Hard. Yeah. Like, like fuck you and your face and yeah. the horse you rode in on. Right. And he's like, what? And then he was like, I love you, pretty much. Uh-huh. So he was like, I'm here because I want to see you beat my record because I know you're better than I am and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And they hugged. They did. And Ric Flair cried. Yeah. And I cried. Right. And then RKO out of nowhere. Yep. Fuck Ric Flair. And a punt kick. Yeah, and then a punt to finish him off. Yep. Fuck it. Legend killers killing legends. Yep. That's what he do. It is. Mm-hmm. Fuck Evolution. Drew McIntyre's. Next. Yep. Um, and McIntyre did come out. And. Yeah. But they. He should have. Babyface Champion should have came out for this to yeah. try and save Flair or whatever. Right. But yeah, Orton's not. It's not SummerSlam yet. Orton's too smart to get involved tonight. Right. And that was Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Yeah, it was. And that takes us on to our round through of AEW Dark. Yeah. We're not doing Impact this week because neither of us watched it. Yeah, I usually watch it on Wednesdays, and that's the day I broke my hand. Right. So Impact time went to being at the emergency room instead. Yeah. And I don't think I know how Twitch works, and I just couldn't <laughs> figure it out. So. Yeah. so, yeah, AEW Dark. I think I need to make an account. I don't have an account. That would probably help, yes. Yeah. Um, AEW Dark. Yeah. Ray Phoenix took on Lee Johnson. Ray Phoenix won. Yep. Sean Spears took on Alex Chamberlain. Sean Spears won. The Gun Club took on uh, Sean Dean and Mabadoo. The Gun Club won. Yeah. Kip Sabian took on Michael Stevens. Kip Sabian's back. Or Kip Sabian won. Yeah. And, and back. back. Yeah. Uh, Private Party took on Brian Pillman Jr. And... God, I don't know this guy. Griff Garrison. Who the fuck's that? I don't know. But he couldn't have won. I don't no. think he's real, so Private Party won that one. Right. Uh, Jurassic Express, all three of them, took on Corey Hollis, Pineapple Pete, and Aaron Solo. Who is that? I know that name. Solo. I don't know. S-O-L-O-W? Yeah. I know that name for some reason. Mm-hmm. I know. Anyways, it was not him. It was Jungle. Jurassic. Or Jurassic Express. Express. Yeah. Jungle Express. Right. Jungle Boy and, and Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Natural Nightmares. Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall took on the hybrid too. The Natural Nightmares won. Uh-huh. And I actually saw that and put it on my watch for later list on YouTube nice. to watch that match later. Uh, specifically. Penelope Ford took on Rachel Ellering. And won. Yep. And the Butcher and the Blade uh, took on SCU, which was Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. I'm going to say Butcher and Blade won. Yep. Because it's always whoever was first. Yep. <laughs> But usually it's obvious, so... AEW Dynamite Creeper Creeper. Dynamite, yeah. This was an excellent episode of Dynamite. Yeah, yet it was. Again. They've been knocking it out of the park lately. They have. Uh, started off with... I mean, right off the bat, Dark Order attacking the Young Bucks as they come to the ring for their match. Yeah, I uh, like this. Where Uno and Grayson yeah, taking on... Jackson Brothers. I really enjoy this. It's getting to the point I enjoy everything the Dark Order does. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because for at least the five last five or six weeks, Brody Lee has been, without a doubt, the best thing on being the elite. Yeah, yes. And 
It just makes everything going on in the Dark Order that much more interesting. Yeah. They took that from like the thing I gave the least shit about to like the thing mm-hmm. I like one of the things I most look forward to on on Mondays and Wednesdays now. Correct. It's insane. Yeah, the first thing I do when I come home on Mondays is turn on being the. It's usually like when I'm sitting down just to watch TV. It's yeah. the first thing I watch on Monday. Yep. So. Um, because I work from home, so I don't watch it first thing when I get home. Because I'm already there. Right. Uh, but the Young Bucks do end up picking up the win here. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, then... Oh, with a roll-up, too. But whatever. They don't do it as much as WWE. No. It just You don't remember that because there's so many fucking roll-ups every week. Yeah. that you. But they kind of did it twice in this week. They did do it twice this week. Yeah. That's true. Uh, the other was different. The other was better. Yeah. Well, not better executed. <laughs> no, but story-wise, there yeah. was a reason. Like, it made sense in the story right. of the match and actually of the story overall. Right. So I was cool with it, mm-hmm. but this one just happened to end the match. Yeah. So I don't fucking know. Um, all right. Uh, oh, backstage, MJF was... Starting to come out, he kind of reenacted uh, spot he was in yeah. in WWE back in the day, for twenty eleven or something. Yeah, with was it Randy? I think so. Yeah, Randy Orton pushes someone out of the way, and it was MJF back then. Okay. Couldn't be twenty eleven. MJF That's was true. only like twenty two. That's true. Whenever he was like twelve, <laughs> it was at some point in time. Yeah, in the past. But anyway, it it's the great. future now. Hmm. Uh <clears throat> oh, um Paige and Omega are asked who the best team other than them in AEW is. And then Omega obviously says the Young Bucks. But Paige was like pretty much like, nah. Right. <laughs> but you know. Um <clears throat> Alright, and then we got MJF addressing the fans. This was fucking amazing. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. He fucking, he starts off just by saying, Moxley, you're a dog, you're a coward, mm-hmm. you won't come out here and face me, I know you're not here tonight, even though as he was making his way out, we saw that John Moxley had arrived, mm-hmm. uh, I guess somewhat unexpectedly, at Daly's place. So, things are about to heat up. And he was like, oh, that's right, you won't deal with anybody who won't lay down and look at the lights for you, so let me make you a little bit more comfortable. And his goons clear the fucking podium out of the way, and he just lays down for the rest of the promo and stares at the ceiling. Mm -hmm. It was great. It was really fucking good. And then, of course, Moxley's music hits, Mm -hmm. and and MJF freaks, and he sends his goons and Warlow out into the, uh, the, the arena because Moxley always comes through the crowd or, well, the crowd area because there is no crowd. Right. And this time, Moxley comes from backstage and just walks down the ramp, fucking drops MJF, paradigm shift. Yep. Done. Done. And now... MJF is motioning for the paradigm shift to be banned from AEW. He actually started a change.org petition. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Which is fucking hilarious. It really is. He's so good. Yeah. He's the best. Um, He's becoming my favorite wrestler very quickly. Yeah. He can do it all, man. Mm -hmm. Like he's he's good in the ring. He knows what I like how to do it, what to do. His timing's excellent. Yeah. He's usually safe. All the things you look for in a guy. Bless you, BJ. And he doesn't have to do all the high spots and all the flippy shit for no reason. Right. When he does something big, it matters, and it's 
that's how wrestling's supposed to be. Like, if if every match was like that, it would make all the other on the side goofy shit a hundred percent tolerable because then there right. wouldn't be so much of the goofiness. And right. I think that's why it bugs me sometimes. But yeah, AEW's cut a lot of that out too. Mm-hmm. It's still with comedy, but they usually leave it a little less goofy. Not on being the elite, but that's a different thing altogether. Right. Right, that's not a wrestling show. That's uh, a show about wrestlers. Yeah. Then we got our TNT Championship match. Yeah, this Cody. was good. Yeah, Cody versus uh, Scorpio Sky. This was a good match. Mm-hmm. I was, and I mean, listen to the two names though. Right. Cody Rose, Scorpio Sky. Right. Two guys that are great storytellers in the ring, yeah. great technicians. I mean, Scorpio even uh, kicked out of a crossroads in this. That was impressive. And you don't see that every day. Mm-mm. I think it's only happened once in this TNT run. So early. Yeah, something like that, once or twice. So, and the news out of this is, is they got the new belt. The It's finally finished. The yeah, finished it looks belt. a lot, lot, lot better. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. Mm. It's... It's still just a logo on a belt, but what is it? Even New Japan's is the logo on a belt, so, you know, it says IWGP across it, but what are you going to do? Yeah, they had a bunch of gold. But the texturing of it and stuff, like, sticks out even on TV, and that's what really draws me to it. Usually you can't see those textures real well on TV. You have to look at, on the ground, high-def pictures of... uh, and look how loud that was through that the mic, loud. dude. Holy shit. I'm going to make a note at 2216 to edit. Because okay. that'll yeah. call Seth to wreck his car if he still listens to our podcast. Good call. Hey, um, Seth, if you still listen to our podcast, you should let us know. Yeah. On Twitter. You can get that shit at the end. Um, but Co- Cody... Cody won. But yeah, in the real news, surprised. I think. But then after right us. after, yeah, yeah, Brody Lee comes on the screen and basically yeah. just he's screaming gone. and yelling and mm-hmm. says, "I'm challenging you, Cody. I'm taking right. that." Well, and he's got the old belt. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll take you know, I'll take that shiny new one from you, and but I'll give you this one back. You can carry it around." Yeah, um, it's pretty good. Agreed. I liked mm-hmm. it. Uh, tag team championship match. Yes. Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus Jurassic Express. I will say I think it was a mistake to put these two back to back. Yeah. They should have separated them with something because I was I needed a down. I, I didn't get into this match at first because mm-hmm. I just came off of that Cody match and it was right. excellent. And then the high of ending it with Brody, the most entertaining guy in AEW right now other than MJF. Right. Um, challenging him for next week. Mm-hmm. And hopefully fucking winning, but he's God, I hope he does, though. Yeah. Yeah, they should have put, like, the tag team stuff in between those two matches. Do the tag team stuff first. Yeah. Then the championship yep. match. But yep. But either way. It was still a good match. Um, oh, obviously, when we got page one. Yeah, they're yeah. still your tag team champions yeah. in the world. So. Um, then we got the tag team stuff. Yes. Um with yeah, FTR and Young Bucks are in the ring with Rock and Roll Express and Arn Anderson mm-hmm. and Tully Blanchard. This was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. It's basically uh, the guys are going on about how great everybody is. FTR goes on about how great everybody is. Yeah. Rock and Roll Express goes on about how great everybody is. Mm-hmm. Arn goes on about how great everybody is. And Tully gets the mic and cuts right. a fucking Tully Blanchard promo. And this is why that guy should get a microphone every fucking week. Yeah. Him... Jake Roberts, mm-hmm. Arn Anderson, Cody Rhodes, NJF, uh, Pac. Yeah. 
I think and those Moxley. are probably the best six. And Moxley. And then Moxley's right behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Right. Every time. Jericho. And Jericho, yeah. Um, but yeah, and he's putting down everybody, and then... Uh, yeah. Yeah. He leaves. Arn leaves. Arn leaves, yeah, because Tully's like, I don't see any gold, so how can you say you're the best tag teams? Right. And Arn leaves like he knows something's up or something, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. And then, uh, fucking... Oh, wait, out? Spears came out. Yeah, Spears came out, and that's mm-hmm. when Arn left. Yeah. And then as everybody else was leaving, FTR grabbed... Was it Ricky? Yep. And fucking Spike pile drived him. Yeah, they did. And uh, left. So FTR are officially the heels now, mm-hmm. and uh, it's time to rock and roll with these guys. Let's go. Yeah. Now we're gonna see them right. get some singles matches and see them wrestling these guys instead of being on teams with them. Mm-hmm. That's what like. The more I think about it, though, you know how we've been saying the new Four Horsemen, and with Arn, I. I think Cody, when he needs to turn heel, join these guys and Tully. Yeah, I agree. And Sean Spears. I agree. And not Arn. I agree. Yeah. Arn needs to be with whoever the faces are going to be throughout this stuff. Arn can still hang out with Brandy and Dustin and uh, QT and... Right. Yeah, that's true. Allie and all them. Yeah. For Allie for now until that storyline goes wherever it's going eventually. I'm assuming... I could be wrong. Maybe it's a new day thing. I don't know. Oh, big uh, AEW debut. Yeah. Coming up. Mike Chioda is backstage with uh, Chris Chris Jericho. Jericho. Jericho's telling him that he, you know, reminded him that he saved his job once and he should do the right thing tonight. So, in his match later. And his jacket was even more orange oh, and brown and gross yeah. looking he's been spray painting and shit that's mm-hmm. yeah that's their yeah. seven thousand dollar right. match later this evening yep um but first we had Hikaru Shida your women's champion taking on Heather Monroe yeah the quick match yeah and making her debut as well yeah. Heather Monroe yeah yeah it was a quick Shida victory yep and then Shida basically said like I'm waiting for the big challenge yep which I'm guessing it's going to be Nyla again. I'm just going to say, though, that uh, Thunder Rosa's kind of yeah. throwing out shit on... Yeah. I'd be down. Oh, yeah. Fucking Thunder Rosa versus Karoshita. Those mm-hmm. two women could tear the fucking house down, yeah, I could. bet, dude. The NWA champion versus the... AEW AW champion. champion. Yeah. 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 Love it. Imagine you'd get a fatal four-way with Asuka. <sighs> And Asuka, because she's going to be two champs. Two Oscars, yes. Two Oscars, because she's going to be double champ. Right. No, Asuka and Io. Yeah. Asuka, yeah. <sighs> two belts. Right. Um, oh, Jake Roberts and Lance Archer backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy, some random guy, runs into Archer. Archer beats the fuck <laughs> out of him. He beats the fuck out of him and everybody <laughs> else guy. in the yeah. fucking locker room. Right. And then he just turns Jake Roberts around, rips his shirt This was up, a little weird, yeah. Where he had written, everybody dies on his butt. Yeah, and he's like, read back. it, read it. Yeah. Everybody dies. And yeah. that was it. It was really dumb. It was great. That and, was dumb, but the rest of yeah. it was great. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I can right. watch Lance Archer beat up jobbers all day long. Yeah. 
And our main, main event. event, Chris Jericho mm-hmm. taking on Orange Cassidy in the $7,000 match. Yeah, this was fucking fantastic. This was a great match. It was it just was as good as the first one. It was mm-hmm. the perfect follow-up to the match. Yep. And other than a botch with the move itself, a great finish with yeah. Orange Cassidy using a un- very unknown pin, roll-up pin called the Mousetrap. Mm-hmm. To, well, uh, yeah, the problem was Jericho... Jericho took that bump worse than Ricky Morton. Right. <laughs> like, took his bump. He he looked older than Ricky Morton. Yes. With that mousetrap. Yep. Um, it was still really good. And, you know, Taz... Taz saved that. He like did. Like, calling the fu- finish. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, that's a mousetrap. That, yeah. Taz He's really is good. the fucking best, though. He is. Taz is amazing on commentary. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have... Taz, Tony, and Excalibur as the three, but just saying. The thing with JR, though, is like, and especially as of late, he hasn't been bad like he was at first, where he had some spots that were just bad. But when he is good, he's the fucking best. When he gets it, like, nobody can touch JR. I know. Not even Taz. No, I know. But. And I get it. Overall quality. Yeah, overall quality, though, you're right. Yeah. I just, it's fucking JR, man. It's hard to say no to JR. I couldn't do it. I couldn't tell him he couldn't do it anymore. Right. That's very true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Cassidy picking up the win, which is dope. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming we're going to get um, uh, the rubber, or yeah, the rubber match at All Out. All Out, yeah, me For too. sure. Unless they're making this more of a longer-term deal, but I don't know why they would. No, they're going to finish it up. I really hope. They've done what they needed Cassidy to accomplish wins. with this already, and especially mm-hmm. if Cassidy wins the rubber match. Yeah, they've definitely sure. done what they needed to do. And, like, definit- not, yeah, more definitively, not with a roll-up. He needs, like, a clean... I mean, look at how fucking over Cassidy was with the fans yeah. before he started wrestling. Right. Now, man, imagine if there was crowds for this. Like, I feel bad for Orange just like I feel bad for Drew McIntyre. I know. That they don't have people fucking going ape shit for him because they both deserve it. Right. Drew's finally getting a shot mm-hmm. and fucking seven right. people cheer for him. Right. It sucks. So. Um, Alright. NXT nephew nephew. NXT nephew nephew. Uh, started off with Karrion Cross coming down to the ring. Um,. Every time I see this, it just make like speaking of the crowds, like this is a an entrance I want to see live so yeah. bad. And his I know entrance, I've said it on here. His before, entrance is like, pretty sweet. I love it. Like between that and the fiend, those are the two entrances. Imagine his entrances when we get back to real arenas and people right? and shit, and they've got so a place to do something extra special with it. Like imagine right. what they do for his entrance at like WrestleMania, for example. Yeah. In five years, or, or even just a takeover, right? Period. Yeah, like, that's true. They've done some big things at takeovers. But yeah, and his opponent this week was Danny Birch. Yeah, and I fucking hated this match. Yeah, I didn't like it. it was, like Danny Birch, like, like if it was gonna be a squash, it should have just been a squash. But he let Danny get in too much offense and yeah. no sold everything, and I'm just not a fan of no selling everything. Right. It's you can't do that for. That's the problem they ran into with the Fiend. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Like, then you have to. All of a sudden, he gets hurt by shit. Why? Right. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, Cross picks up the victory, and then everything mm-hmm. are good again because Keith yeah. Lee storms out. Yeah, he did. And he gets on the mic, 
and says, you know, I begged and pleaded with Regal, and mm-hmm. I promised him I wouldn't touch you until TakeOver if I got the match. And I've already signed it, so here. Yep. And Scarlett grants the contract to Cross, and he signs it, and takes it back, and Scarlett kisses it and shoves it over to Keith Lee, mm-hmm. and he opens it, and wham, fireball to the face, motherfucker. Yeah. Hulk yeah. Hogan style. Yeah, so fucking good. Yeah, I was... The only thing I didn't like, like, the only thing that worried me about is I was afraid they were going to do another eye thing where he's going to have an eye injury next week and mm-hmm. he's going into, and like, every, like, they just did it with Moxley, they're doing it with Rey Mysterio, they're doing it with Aleister Black, like, I don't need another eye injury. Yeah. But it seems like this was just a... At least it's a fire eye injury and not... It's not just, yeah, it wasn't being gouged in the eye. Yeah. But no, overall, the spot was cool. I just don't care about mm-hmm. another fire injury, or another eye injury. Right. Still, the spot was dope. Yeah. And then Keith Lee like didn't want help getting backstage and right. shit, but they finally got it back mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yep. Um. And then, so I was wondering why I was getting this because I watched the hour one, and I'm like, why am I getting Killian Dane versus Drake Maverick? But then it was mostly just more backstage stuff on <laughs> Keith yeah. Lee. Yeah. And then uh, Undisputed Era ended up showing up and attacking. Beating the fuck out of them, right? And so it didn't matter. And yeah, so. Um, yeah, me too. When the match first came on, I'm like, this is dumb booking. Why the yeah, fuck is this happening? Right. This doesn't help either Killian Dane or Drake Maverick. No. Unless Maverick wins. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. No. So I don't fucking know. But yeah. But yeah, it was fine with Undisputed saving it. And the match yeah. meant nothing, and they let you know that right away by focusing on Keith Lee for the first third or better of the match. So right. yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Adam Cole got on the mic mm-hmm. and spit fire towards Pat McAfee. Yeah, he did. And uh, mm-hmm. Pat McAfee's going to show up next week. Yep. That happened later in the show, though, didn't it? Yeah. Sorry. Um, Spoilers. Right. Uh, That's all right. I've spoiled let's SmackDown. See. Then we got, well, we got a lot of these this week, but a lot of these, like, backstage vignette videos yes. and stuff like that. A lot so. of them were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so first was... Well, Fandango getting abducted. Yes. Um, and then we got Kushida. Cut one about how he's going to win the ladder match. Right. And then Tyler Breeze came to the ring mm-hmm. to take on uh, Santos Escobar. Yes. In a match. Yeah, and, and, uh, the group. Uh, yeah, the Fantasma group. Del. Fantasma Del Huego. Yeah, whatever. Huevos. Uh, chili con queso. No, that does sound good. Del Legato del Fantasma. Delgado, yeah. Legato. Um, they got involved, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pick, and then yeah, Escobar picks up the win, but uh, Fandango comes to comes the save. To the save yeah. so. yep. And then and Swerve and Swerve, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then we got a Dakota Kai. The thing that about that, the only thing that it bothers me a little is they just gave mm-hmm. this guy the belt and they immediately put him in a tag match. But I think that's just leading to the Swerve Escobar match for the Cruiserweight title. I yeah. think that's what this is leading to now. So I actually kind of like that they got Swerved involved and he's going to be right. the next guy to challenge him. And I think those two could have a fun match as well. Yeah. Um. Oh, Dakota Kai got... Yeah, had one one of her things. I missed hers. Okay. I yeah. just went to the bathroom or something. Yeah. And then uh, Ridge Holland said mm-hmm. one because he's going to face Johnny next week. Yes. 
for the final spot in the ladder or in the yeah in the ladder yeah. match for the and vacant NXT right. champion North American Championship. And then Mia Yims asked about Keith Lee and says obviously she's upset but she has a match right against Indy Hartwell next. Yeah. And she beat Indy Hartwell next. She did. Indy Hartwell is pretty green still, but I think mm-hmm. she's got some she's got some potential there. Yeah. I'm excited to see her progress and see what she can do down the road. And we know NXT's capable of doing it, especially with the women's division. Yeah. Um, let's see. Finn Balor uh, had his monologue next. Mm-hmm. And then... They tell us that Pat McAfee is going to be okay. at NXT next This is week. where it happened, yep. And he will be. And he'll be there next He's going to be there to face Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, to accept the challenge. To accept the challenge from Adam They're going to confront each other. That's what I meant. Yeah, so he'll Not be face. There. I didn't mean like faces in a match. I meant right. faces oh, okay. in front. Confront. Face to face. Face to face. There you go. Um... Then Damian Priest took on Bronson Reed next. Yeah, Bronson Reed with a surprise win here. Which is great for Reed, but it makes me think they were going to pull the trigger with Priest in this North American title match. Yeah. No, I think they're they're doing more of a story with Priest right now, is what it seems like. Where? Because he had that top, and now they're making him fall down and have a big heel turn or something. I don't know. Uh, or face turn. So isn't he already a heel? I think so. Yeah, but maybe face turn or like a super heel turn. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we need more super heels. Right. Yoshirai's monologue was. This next. was the fucking shit. This was yeah. fantastic. She basically went through Dakota Kai's history and was like, every time I see you, I just see the little girl that was afraid of Shayna Baszler. And like, they showed stills from back then and how mm-hmm. different she looked compared to now. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I still yeah. see that Dakota Kai when I look right. at her too. Yeah. But I loved it. I texted you about it. I yeah, thought it was it, so good. It was really fucking good. Um, all right. Then there was Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez going to take on Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. I really love this match too. This was yeah. fantastic. So, yeah. I liked uh, like you can tell that Martinez is the only experience of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, like super experienced but fucking Aaliyah looked really good. I was really impressed with Aaliyah. She's come so fucking far. Again, NXT, they, yeah. they can produce talent, man, right. in the ring. They know how to teach people how to wrestle. Especially if you've already got it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez picks up the victory for her team. Yeah. And the celebration was funny because, you know, Martinez is just standing there seriously with her arm raised and Leah's freaking and jumping out and mm. freaking out and all over the place. And then, of course, Shotzi comes down and yeah. beats the fuck out of him. And Rhea. She, and Rhea, too. She had to uh, – Rhea came down and they t- doubled up on her. Mm-hmm. And then – because Robert Stone tried to get both of them out of the ring and Leah, of course, ran immediately – but Martinez wouldn't step down and stay just standing dead center of the ring waiting for Rhea because, you know, that's how Martinez rolls. Yeah. Then, of course, Aaliyah attacked Rhea from behind when she got the upper hand. And, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. when she came down for the save. Right. Yep. Save, pronouns, pal. Shotzi. Shotzi. Came for the save. And that was actually cool because she wasn't in her normal gear and shit because it had gotten stolen. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that for news and rumors, yeah, but her car got stolen too. and then found... Right. So. And all her gear was. And still all of her there. shit was still in there, including her toothbrush. 
Yeah. Although I'd probably buy a new toothbrush personally. Yeah. I wouldn't trust that one safe to mm. use anymore. But her helmet was the important thing to her, too. So she yeah. got that back. Yeah, that was the most important thing. Right. So that's the only thing she specifically mentioned. Right. Um, oh, then we got the Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Uh, this was also promos. fucking excellent. Yeah, it was. Johnny saying goodnight to Doc is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And him, like, practicing climbing the ladder at the house. By changing the light bulb. It was amazing. Yeah. Really fucking good. I love it. Um, it was weird at first when they each cut their own individual promo and it went all trippy and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is this? But after I got used to it, it was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, oh, then we got our triple threat match for the next spot in the ladder match. Yes. Uh... Cameron Grimes versus Kushida versus our mystery opponent, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Apparently, the investigation's over. Right, even though they didn't say... Investigate. Right. Um, (laughs) Right. But, and then knowing that the the person that doesn't get pinned or submitted is in the second chance. Right. Also. So, um, yes. Yeah, this was a fun match. Cameron Grimes ends up picking up the win, too, which means he's going to be in the ladder match. He uh, got the pin on Kushida. Yep. So Kushida's out, but Velveteen Dream will be in the qual- the second chance. Yes. Um, against... Hodge. Huh? Hodge. No, he gets Finn. Oh, Okay. It's the other way around. Tim and Finn and Holland. That's right. Against is against Gargano. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. And that was NXT. Because Finn Balor came out. Yeah. It was good. And yeah, it was a good show. It was a good show. Good Wednesday nights. Mm Mm-hmm. Love Wednesday nights. Me too. It's the best wrestling night. It's awesome. I guess that takes us on to SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Uh, yeah, I uh, I watched this week. It wasn't that bad. Um, I saw two things and watched ups and downs. Yeah. So uh, we started off with Big E taking on John Morrison, um, and yeah, the match just starts and the uh, retrib- lights start to flicker. Retribution comes out, beats him up. Yep, runs off. Um, they're going to go knock over some boxes and shit. Right. And then The Miz came out to check on Morrison. We went to commercial. Yes. And then after we went to commercial, we came back, and Biggie and Morrison are backstage and uh, with, like, a lot of the roster. And they give speeches about how they're going to not be afraid of retribution, and they're going to face try to face each other again later. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we'll get a rematch. Yep. Um, so Bailey and Sasha <coughs> are in the ring, getting ready for the battle royal. Yes. Uh, whoever wins, this it was Tri Brandon, all NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. Um, superstars. Superstars in the ring. For you the have battle to be royal. female. That's it. Fe- That's yeah. the only. You have to be you a have, female superstar. Right, you have to have the vagina. Um. Yeah. And people start coming out, and let's see who's all in there. There's a lot of them, um, but the main one is Oscar. Yeah, Oscar is in this battle royal. 
And she wins and this she battle, wins. so she's now the double number one contender. Right. She will face both Sasha and Bailey for the respective championships at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam. Which is just. And I really want dope. her to win both of them. I, I think really she's only going to win one of them, but I want her to <coughs> yeah. win both. Yeah. Um, I think she's going to win Bailey's, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I tell you what, the final three. Well, okay, so the final four were Shayna Baszler. Uh, Oscar, Tegan Knox, and Dana Brooke. Um, Dana had been on the outside hiding for most of the Battle Royal. Fair enough. So, like, but uh, Tegan Knox looked really fine. I was rooting for her when it was down to those four. I do like Tegan Knox, yeah. Like, she's really grown on me. Mm-hmm. She looked really good out there. And she's been looking like I've been impressed with her since she finished her feud with Dakota Kai up. Yeah, she's just been getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, Oscar wins, and then backstage Sasha and Bailey are talking about it, and uh, Bailey Bailey was like. Yeah, I can win this this time. I bet my title's on the line. This time it means more. And Sasha, the look on Sasha's face, because, like, right. it, you know, she just lost this week for the number one contender. Yep. It was pretty good. It was. Uh, right. Mandy cut a promo um, challenging Sonya Deville to a hair versus hair, hair match. Hair versus hair match. At SummerSlam. So, Somebody's that's getting their fun. head shaved. Yeah, Sonya's totally getting her head shaved. Probably. Um, It'd be great if it was Mandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Some stuff happened with Seamus. He's Seamus. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Cross runs into Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss backstage and hugs her and apologizes. And Bliss says she's fine and don't worry about it. Yep. So, so yeah. Uh, and then Seamus took on Shorty G next. And Sheamus picks up the win after the bro kick. Of course he does. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't Sheamus win? Right. And then the best thing on SmackDown, uh, AJ Styles came to the ring. Yeah. Uh, to do, <coughs> he said he's been doing statistics on who should be the number one contender. Right. And he comes out with Joseph uh, Christopher Joseph Parks, who is uh, abyss for you TNA fans or Impact fans out there. Yes. Um. I think they just called him Joseph Parks. They did, and that's Christopher Parks, and that's why because I googled Joseph Parks and yeah. it came up as a fucking Australian boxer. Oh, okay, and I was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, but yeah, it was Abyss. I know um, Abyss. He comes down and he's got this chart where AJ Styles is number one because he's the champion. Yes, and then he pulls it down to show his number one contenders, and it's completely blank. And out come. Oh, and it's also the Phenomenal Intercontinental Statistical System. Yes. Or Or PISS PISS. for short. Um, And the only person on the PISS list is AJ Styles. He said no one deserves it. And out comes Jeff Hardy. And he's like, no, I fucking deserve it. Like, I was in the Intercontinental Tournament and I got taken out by Sheamus because Sheamus is a dick. And it's not my fault. Right. And I want to match with you. I want to match with you. And he writes his name in permanent marker on the whiteboard. Yeah, AJ tries to wipe it off and can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 
It's great. Yeah, that's good times. Uh, then Grand Metalik took on Shinsuke Nakamura. True story. Uh, Kalisto made his return during this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Grand Metalik picked up the win over Nakamura. Very true. So, yeah. Uh, Which is crazy to think about, mm-hmm. but there it is. Yeah. I like Grand Metalik. Yep. And then uh, Kayla was backstage with Matt Rid- or with Matt Riddle and asking about the bounty that Corbin put on him mm-hmm. when Gable comes up and tries to apologize and then Corbin um, attacks him from behind. Attacks Riddle from behind. Yes. Because Gable was lying. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he thanked Gable and yep. that's pretty much it. Yep. So I guess those two are in cahoots, obviously. Yeah. Happen. Yeah, they're um, gonna stay in cahoots. Right. And then Corbin can't do shit on it. Right. And then we had our sit down interview with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Uh, asking her, you know, if she ever wanted Braun romantically, and she said maybe. I don't know. Uh, it was really weird. So yeah. Yeah. Um. And then Sonya Deville accepted Mandy's challenge for the hair versus hair match. Hooray! And we got take two of Big E versus John Morrison. Big E wins. Um, yeah, Big E did pick up the win, uh, but during the match there was a bunch of people like ringside uh, trying to protect them, and Retribution ends up taking out a bunch of like referees and stuff Here. in the locker room. And I think it was Jessica, uh, Ref Jessica came down and told everybody, so then they all went out, right. went back, and yeah, then Big E wins, and Sheamus comes down and bro kicks Big E. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Braun Strowman came out, and yeah, cut a, or just, he's sh- he has a shaved head now. Yes. Um, and says, that, yeah, basically he's, doesn't care about Alexa Bliss. He wants uh, the fiend, and he's gonna uh, get these hands. Yeah, no, he's gonna disembowel. Him. Oh, he's gonna eat his entrails. Eat his that, entrails. That yes. Was. Eat his entrails. Um, Take that. Yeah, and then Alexa comes out because you know that's happening, and. She starts smacking Braun, yeah. and then Braun picks her up a power slammer. Right. Then the lights go out, and Retribution comes in. Nope. Oh. The Fiend comes out. Or, oh. yeah. Braun's just about to throw Alexa, and yeah, the lights come out, and when it comes back on, the Fiend's in the ring, and Braun's on the screen. Right. And then they laugh together. And creepily. And that's the end of the show. And that's the end of SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Yeah. It was actually okay. Yeah, it seemed all right. So. The bits I caught were okay, and ups and downs yeah. was just fine. So, yeah, right. we're going to take a break and yep. give you the sponsorship, and when we come back, we'll do some more shit. Probably. Welcome back, buds. Welcome back. Right time's over. Right. We're back. Leo's here. You may hear some Leo, because he was whining in the basement. So we'll see if he'll be good, but I doubt it, because he's usually a dick. Usually. Um, Moving on, number 48. And the yeah. countdown of the top 100 wrestlers of the last decade, Wade Barrett. Mm-hmm. When was yours from? 2010. Oh, year first. Then. Yeah, so mine was 2015. Uh, just a second here while I pulled the notes up. <laughs> My match was Wade Barrett versus John Cena uh, from TLC 2010. 
We had CM Punk on commentary to start nice. things off, which is always a good time. Nice. And here we saw, uh, in a, for whatever reason, a non-title main event chairs match. Okay. Barrett versus Cena. No right. belt, no stipulation other than you can use chairs. Yeah. So Cena ended up having to pin Barrett under a table and then pulled a bunch of chairs hanging from the rafters. Oh, I remember on. this match. Yeah, yeah, that's that was that. Okay. The match was, eh, it's whatever. It was a yeah. chairs match. It was whatever. Yeah. It was a match. And, uh, yeah, that's what happened. Okay. Um, the list, he's going to fall back. Yeah. I'm not sure why he's this high on the list, to be honest. Um, Great. Because he only had the WWE run, and all he got there was a couple Intercontinental right. Championships. They never used him right either, though. No. Um, good commentary in the NWA. I like his stuff with Stu Bennett there. Yeah. I think he did some stuff elsewhere in between. Yeah, some um, indie stuff. Like WCCP, or WCPW, yeah. I think. Um, Things along those lines. Yeah. But so. nothing big on the indies, really. No, and so said I'm just I'm a little confused about why he's yeah. so far up. But let's see if I had to say for sure where I'm going to put him at. Um, honestly, he's probably going to the bottom. Actually, yeah. I feel like everybody else on this list so far that's still available for relocation mm-hmm. is is better than Wade Barrett. Like, yeah. nothing against Wade Barrett. I liked him a lot. I felt like he could have been a lot more than they had him as his WWE, but kind of didn't really wrestle a lot yeah. this decade. No. He got hurt a couple times and right. whatnot. Did, so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I also thought it was funny that in 2008 at the Rumble, everybody's happy for John Cena, and it only took until 2010 for it already to be the 50-50, let's go Cena, Cena sucks chance. Yep. But all the fucking little kids loved him, yeah, so, yeah. I understand why he was so popular for yeah. so long. How about your match, BJ? All right, so I watched um, Wade Barrett versus Neville uh, from 2015's Extreme Rules. Okay. Um, first off, in an, in an alternate universe, this is the main event of Extreme Rules. <laughs> like, right. Instead, this was the kickoff show. Oh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, for these two guys to be on the kickoff show. On the kickoff show, show right. It sucks. It is. Um, it was a decent match. That's good. Like, obviously, between Neville and Wade Barrett. Right. Uh, the ending was fun. Um, you know, Neville goes for the, Fal- or the Red Arrow and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Barrett stops him and he knocks Barrett back down and then he hits it. Uh, Neville picks up the win. One, two, three. Um, so, that being said, um, I kind of agree with you. Like, maybe ahead of Zack Sabre Jr., maybe. See, Christian's Just the last person his... on my list okay. and I can't put him at a Christian. No, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But maybe, I don't know. Um, but if they would have used it properly, if Nexus would have been done properly, we're speaking total different terms. But they fucked up Nexus. They fucked up Wade Barrett. If he'd have been used right and, and been around all decade, yeah. he probably would be up there with like Neville Bully Ray. At least probably what I would think. Yeah, based upon I mean, the if they could all there, at least at least yeah, at that least to that point. Saying. At least to that point, yeah. he could even potentially be up there with maybe like RVD. Right. I would. I mean, like. Honestly, he could have been the next 
guy. Guy. That's too. true. He could have been there up at the top. He could like, have been the next John Cena. We could have well. been talking, yeah. But anybody could be the next guy. You never know. Right. So. But he had it, and if they, like I said, if they would have done the Nexus properly, yep. and he would have beat John Cena, yeah, um, been different. But yep. So that's like I said. Yeah, he's probably probably all the way back. I agree. It's yeah. Said it kind of sucks, but right. It is what it is. Yep. So. Uh, news and rumors. News and or rumors. Uh, first off. First, the sad news, right? Yeah, of course. The sad Kamala. news of the week. Kamala, James Harris passes away. Yeah, he passed away. Age this 70. Um, complications of COVID. Well. Well. He had a heart attack. He had other problems too, right? He, he did everything. have a heart attack and he'd already had diabetes right. and both his legs amputated. Right. And, and kidney failure. He right. was on dialysis. He was on dialysis. So it's not um, like he was doing well and was stable. No. But he was diagnosed with COVID on Wednesday. He had a heart attack and passed away on But he was Sunday. still one of my... Yeah. You know, favorite, most remembered heels from my childhood. Oh, for sure. I he, loved him and like... Such he, a good dude too. Yeah. Great guy. Nice like, guy. You know, I've donated... To him multiple yeah. times in the past. We listened uh, to him on Austin this week, Austin's, and that was a fun interview yeah. too. If you're interested, it's a throwback, but it's still right. pretty good. So, yeah. Okay. All right. On to some happier music. The Wu Tang Clan have released a new ice cream jingle to replace Turkey in the Straw. I saw which that. has racist roots. Yeah. I listened to it. It's it's all right. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Um. I listened to it outside just to get like the feel of. Yes, like, could I, I actually this? went to the door like ice cream man, ice cream man. Yeah. Um, the cool thing is, is I didn't realize this, but this is good humor's deal. Like good humor's nice. in on this, so this is like a real thing that I guess we might start hearing in ice cream trucks near you, bud. Yeah. So get your racist free ice cream because that's the best kind. Yeah. Uh, now wrestling news. Um, Rusev was quoted this week on Rusev Day merch sales the same. Yeah. I said, Vince, we've sold all of our merchandise. We're beating Roman, we're beating AJ, we're beating everybody. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, the shirt's sold out, the merch is sold out. And he said, well, maybe they didn't make enough. (laughs) How does that make sense? Yeah. Vince logic. I had another Kamala thing. Sorry, I've got to go back to it. Uh, Scott D'Amore, one of the Impact Bosses, donated $2,500 to his funeral. Nice. Expenses. I saw, sure that he uh, had a funeral. I saw Jericho donate. And I'll say Jericho again. donated too, but he did it. He he didn't. Yeah. It wasn't as vocal about it, I guess, right. is the way to say it. No. Yeah, it he never is. Um, recent SmackDown tapings were canceled at the last moment due to more positive COVID-19 tests. So that's not good news ever for anybody. Yeah, they taped the first week and then they canceled the second week. So yeah, who knows? Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've personally noticed that I get way more enjoyment out of the week that AEW is, uh, or yeah, that AEW Dynamite is taped the taped week versus the Uh, live week. Okay, because they've been sweetening the crowd a little bit, and it's not to like WWE Mm -hmm. levels. Even though I actually thought that was pretty cool during the Orton. Yeah. Edge match by the end of it, but it just adds that little bit more to the match, and mm-hmm. just oh, I like it. It's it's well done, yeah. and it's missing, and that's what actually I noticed more was how it's missing on the live week versus the taped week. So, um, we kind of hinted and talked about it a little bit, but Velveteen's dream, Velveteen Dream's accuser, has went on record as saying mm-hmm. that he was never contacted by WWE for their investigation. And has stated that he's reached out to other accusers who have also said they were not reached out 
to by WWE for their investigation, which has led to many rumors that an investigation never happened. Yeah. Which wouldn't surprise me in the WWE, just to be honest with you. No, it sounds like something Vince would do. Uh, speaking of Vince, AJ Styles was on quote this week of talking about Vince McMahon on his WWE debut. And he said it was amazing, but Vince didn't really believe that. He thought it was a fluke, basically. That's what he thought it was. I wasn't even going to be on Raw the next day, but they convinced him otherwise. Mm-hmm. I bet Vince is happy he put him on Raw now after that. Yeah. And saw it wasn't a fluke and that we right. all love him. Uh, WWE has added content from Evolve, Progress, WXW, mm-hmm. and ICW to the WWE Network. They sure did. I assume most of that's on the paid tiers. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it's on the free. I haven't paid any attention. They got some new show on the free. So, so if you buds want to check that out, you're going to have to fork out the nine ninety nine for that. Yeah. If you're going to do that, I might recommend just holding off a moment and waiting until uh, here what in a couple weeks and paying for the New Japan instead so you can watch the G1 right. and the fucking tag team tournament. Right. Do that. Um, or you just got money and you don't care. It's too bad. This was last week's that I never took off, which is odd, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Wrestle Votes has uh, indicated that WWE will be using a 25,000 square foot, sorry, 2,500 square foot, that's a huge difference, yeah. uh, of LED boards to create an interactive experience mm-hmm. for live fans or with live fans at the Amway Center. Yeah. For I future saw. television, it's not all going to be just for right. SummerSlam. A lot of the stuff's going to be for mm-hmm. Raws and SmackDowns to, like, I guess make the crowd look more, more full is kind of what I was understanding yeah. from it. Like it's a virtual be, crowd almost. Yeah, I looked at, I watched, um, for MLB on Fox, they did some virtual crowds. Okay. Stuff. It's pretty bad. Is it pretty bad? Yeah. Mm. Uh, they like bad enough to take away from the overall experience of baseball. No. On TV. I mean, some of it, yeah, but not really. Um, wrestling's different with crowd yeah. interaction. Like if this had, like the one I saw, and it was just a glitch, but like they actually had the guy was walking in front of the crowd, and it like the crowd glitched in front of, nice going from in front of him right. to behind him and. Yeah. The thing is, is as good as their production quality is, if anybody can pull mm-hmm. it off, it's WWE. Right. They have the money, they have the ability to get the technology, to hire the people that have the know-how, yeah. and the production experience to do these kinds of things. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, they also note that applications will be taken to appear on screen starting next week, mm-hmm. so we'll see how all that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that previous plans for the start of the AJ Styles Jeff Hardy program were torn up by Vince McMahon multiple times before they actually went ahead this week with it. Oh wow! So no surprise there. Yeah. Um, Observer also reported that Adam Pearce and Dooley Foley are the creative forces right now behind Two Hundred Five Live. Dooley. Yeah. Is that not what I said? I thought I heard an L in there. So oh. I you said Dooley. Oh, maybe I did. Like Dooley but yeah, Dooley. Dewey is who we're talking yeah. about. Mr. Foley. Right. That's probably where it came from. Mr. Dewey Foley. Foley. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Foley's baby boy. Um, And then, last but not least, The Observer says that the current goal for Ring of Honor is to try and fill the void that hardcore fans have asked for. Oh, and apparently okay. are going to be switching to a more hardcore style of wrestling, maybe a la ECW. Okay. Okay. I mean, like at so, this point, though, to be honest, yeah. they've got to do something if they want to stay relevant. Well, yeah, I think I have it on here. When but more people were talking so, about Impact than Ring of Honor, yeah. something's not right there. 
So, like, you know, Marty was supposed to be taking over creative. Yeah, I did see this. Yeah, he's kind of, like, under investigation. Right. And so they're giving it back to back Delirious. To delirious. Delirious, delirious yes. who Sorry. is the one that has run it in the ground the past couple of years in the first place. Right. So, you know. We'll, we'll see, see how it goes. Um, Chris... Chris Jericho this week officially banned Jim Cornette from watching any and all future episodes of Dynamite and Dark. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. They went. I have not listened to Cornette yet this week to hear his actual response to that. Yeah. Um, he did respond to Jericho, but I can't find it. Right I now. I will say that I have I've noticed a correlation that when he watches, mm-hmm. their numbers go up, and when he doesn't watch. Their yeah. numbers go down. And it could just be a coincidence. Right. But it happens pretty consistently. That's fine. That their numbers are always better. Like, they went on that little downturn when he started watching. And mm-hmm. since they've watched, they've shot back up to 900,000. Yeah. They beat fucking Monday Night Raw again in the 18 to 34, even though that's not obviously the whole demo and they didn't win the whole demo at 18 right. to 49. But still. NXT still crushing the 50 plus. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, the Women's Tag Team Cup continued this week. Uh, oh, yeah, the Deadly Draw. The Deadly Draw. Yeah. Um, That's true. I forgot So, that. yeah. That was Rachel Ellering. She came back that night. Yep. And she teamed up with Dasha, which was quite interesting. Yes. Uh, and yeah, unexpected. The ring, and, yeah, the announcer. But that was fantastic. Dasha looked mm-hmm. great for her first time out. Yeah, she really did. <coughs> um, but they, they did lost. lose. Yeah. yeah. So this week wasn't as good as last week, but we will get the semis next week. Um, she did cut a little promo too, but she needs so. she needs to work on that as well. But, yeah. But you know what? Impressive first first showing. Yep. Her yeah. first match ever. Yeah. Pretty solid. Yep. So yeah. Um, Darby Allen and Priscilla Kelly are uh, getting a divorce. Apparently. I didn't see that or yeah. hear that. Hmm. So that sucks. Sucks to them. Yeah, divorces uh, are not cool. Yeah. Someone posted a picture of Abaddon with her makeup off. I saw this that. Week. Yeah. Um, God, if they need to go, like you know, she could easily go babyface and heel then because she's gorgeous mm-hmm. and can be scary as shit. So, um, it's fucking contacts, man. Right. Well, it's everything though. It's a performance as well. well That's yeah. what sells the whole thing. Like yeah. it looks creepy, but the performance is what sells you right. on it. Right. Uh, influencer, YouTube person, whatever, Logan Paul. <laughs> I did uh, see this. Offered $10,000 to any influencer that can beat him in a wrestling match. There's a lot of responses to it, but the best was <laughs> New Jack. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, I'll kill this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I think New Jack should be counted as an influencer. Oh, yeah. I think he is. Yeah. For sure. Dude. Um,. Oh, so the after the past few weeks have been going down uh, in WWE, people have been bitching because obviously the performance center is at Full Sail University. Yes. So they're bitching about uh, the campus security because obviously they suck. Yeah, the uh, parking lot at Full Sail is probably the most dangerous place in all of the world. One of them. <laughs> like, People are always getting beaten, jumped, beaten, and yeah, stolen run over and, and kidnapped. Yeah. And it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is. So, they need uh, to get their shit together. Yeah. 
but Full Sail did respond to one of the concerns. And okay. They did say campus safety is our top priority. Full Sail is a dedicated security team to patrolling campus 24-7. Please do not hesitate to reach out if you have any questions or concerns for us. Fair enough. So, uh... I think it's going to be hilarious if during shows people start calling the full sale security campus security. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. That will be. Well, even when it's like pre-taped, <laughs> like, <laughs> they show up, nothing's going on. That's great. Like we saw it on TV. I like that. Uh, this week, officially, AEW has is now um, has more shows during the pandemic than than out of than before. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, there's, I can't pronounce her name, Jyoti Amj? Yes, I, oh yeah, I did see the, this. the world's smallest woman, uh, who's an American horror story. Yes. Apparently, Eric Rowan pitched for her to be... Inside the, the cage. Inside the cage that the spider was in. Yeah. Uh, and to protect her. That would have been great. From the atrocities of the world. That would have been great. So, yeah, right? I'm not familiar with the show. I mean, I know of the show, but I've never watched it. Yeah. But it still would have been dope for it to be a tiny person in that cage. Yeah. Oh, the MJF thing from earlier. Uh, Sadie Gibbs has been released from her AEW contract. Yeah, she's not the only one either. I didn't see any others. Jimmy Havoc has been released. Oh, did he? And B. Priestley has been released. Okay. But I think, it, I mean, it has to be COVID related. Not Jimmy Havoc. Maybe Jimmy Havoc. Priestley and Sadie, I assume, are. Yeah, Sadie said hers was. Yeah, I she's the only one that said anything so far on social mm-hmm. media. And then I think Bees was as well because she's stuck, I think, in Australia is where they're okay. at right now with okay. Osprey. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're together. They might right. be in Japan, but I, I think they're in Australia. They, they had a house in Japan. So yeah, maybe they are in Japan because that's where they yeah. did live. You're right. And then. Um, the rumors on Havoc have been whatever happened. Yeah. Whatever it was, he was supposed to be going to therapy and stuff, and they were going to make the decision afterwards. Mm-hmm. And the rumors are this is the decision they're making. So, okay. yeah. Best of luck to all three of you. Yeah. I mean, Priestley will be fine. She's got all yeah. her other shit. And I think Sadie Gibbs will be back once she can come to the country. I hope so. Like, yeah. But yeah, I get it. He can't, unfortunately, yeah. pay him forever. Um, let's see. What? Malcolm Bivens uh, is apparently going to be hosting his own late night talk show on Twitch. Oh. Uh, and Kevin Owens was his first guest. Uh, it was at 10 o'clock last night. Okay. Thursday, no, Thursday night. No, Friday night. Friday. Right, Friday night. Last night for us, two nights ago for you boats. Right. So. Okay. And the last thing I got is... Um, the PGA era might be officially over. Yeah. Uh, last night's SmackDown was officially rated TV 14. So, see, I mean, they didn't really do that much, much different than right. what they've been doing. And it just might be that they finally got after them. So. Oh, I'll be honest, I don't know what the guidelines are that differentiates like, yeah. how many things and right. occurrences you can have before right. it goes from PG to right. PG 13. I know with movies you get one F word. Um, right. Till it goes from PG thirteen to R. R. If you have two, but that's all I know. 
Yeah. So and I don't even know if that's still the standard right. anymore. To be honest, I think I remember that from like yeah. high school or whatever. Right. But that takes us on to trivia. Yeah. And this week, BJ is going to try and I stump Undero. I do. All right. You probably will. I'm not good at this. <laughs> Where did the oh SummerSlam's coming up in like two weeks? Okay. Yeah. So we're going to do some SummerSlam trivia. That's actually SummerSlam is actually a week from today that you boys are listening to. Oh, this. yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, where did the inaugural SummerSlam take place in 1988? I also have multiple choice available if you want them, but I'm going to ask you first, and then I'll give you. 1988, the initial SummerSlam yes. took place in the Boston Gardens. Incorrect. Okay. Choices are Madison Square Garden, Staples Center, Ocean Center in Daytona Beach or Arizona Veterans Memorial Coliseum? I'm going to say Madison Square Garden. Yes. Okay. That is correct. That was actually my second choice anyways after the Boston Garden. So, all right. I'm on a roll. I'm right. Which superstar defeated The Rock at SummerSlam 2002 to become the new WWE Undisputed Champion? 2002? Chris Jericho? No, he was the first Undisputed Champion. I'm still going to go with that. Chris Jericho. The choices are Brock Lesnar, Shawn Michaels, Test, and Triple H. 2002. Triple H. It's not going to be Triple H. It's going to be Brock Lesnar. The answers aren't loading. Oh, no. We need answers. Quit trivia. There it is. It's Brock Lesnar. Fair enough. All right. Yep. SummerSlam 94. Okay. Saw an Undertaker versus Undertaker match. Yes. Who played fake Undertaker? Oh, fuck. I know who it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't everybody else. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I know it wasn't Glenn Jacobs. No. Even though a lot of people seem to think that. I've heard before, but I can't remember off the top of my head, so what okay. are the multiple choices? The choices are Brian Lee, Kane, Kevin Nash, or Raja Lyon. Raja Lyon? Nope. Fuck. Brian Lee. Brian Lee? Yep. That that makes sense. Yeah. He did a decent job, as I recall. I don't think I've watched that match since I was a kid, though. Honestly. Yeah. This one's new. Okay. Don't Give Up. Okay. By Kevin Rand Rudolph uh-huh. was the official theme song for SummerSlam. Which year? Nineteen ninety-three. Nope. Two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen, or two thousand fifteen. Two thousand twelve. Yes. Bam. I didn't watch that one. That's how I knew. I would have remembered it otherwise. I remember every song on every SummerSlam. Yes. No, I don't. <laughs> uh. I don't even remember what song was on the last wrestling show I watched. Besides London, name the only other city to host SummerSlam outside of the United States. Toronto? Yep. Toronto. I couldn't think of any other... Because, like, my first thought was... Maybe somewhere else in the United Kingdom. Mm-mm. But I'm like, no, because they did a Wembley. Yeah. And that's in London, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or whatever. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Toronto. Nice. True or false? Triple H has competed at, at SummerSlam the most times with a total of 13 matches. 
I'm going to say that's true. That is false. Oh. Uh, Which one? The number of matches or that he's had the most or both? Both. Okay. Uh, Undertaker holds the, the record with 16. That does not surprise me. The first WWE title change to take place at SummerSlam occurred in 1997 when Bret Hart defeated which superstar? SummerSlam 1997. Mm-hmm. He defeated The Undertaker? Yep. Because that's... Yeah. Led to the screw job. Yep. That was, the, that was when he t- wet it up until he lost it at the screw job. Yeah, so yep. it was The Undertaker. When Seth Rollins faced John Cena at SummerSlam 2015, they competed for the WWE Championship and which other title? The United States Championship. Yep. That was easy, too. At the inaugural SummerSlam, Miss Elizabeth removed this article of clothing to distract the referee. Her skirt? Yeah. Of course. Of course. That's the easiest one on there so Uh, far. (laughs) At SummerSlam 2004, which superstar became the youngest world heavyweight champion ever at 24? Randy Orton. No, that was before that. No, Randy Orton, yeah. yeah. Yep. I was going to change it to Brock, but no, that would have been that right for Randy. Orton, yeah. Yep. Brock was the next one. Mm-hmm. Alondra Blaze retained her WWE Women's Championship at SummerSlam 94 against this woman. It's probably wrong, but my gut's saying Wendy Richter for some reason, but there's no way. You're not in 94. Luna Vachon? Nope. Okay. Well, that's two of the choices, and they're wrong. Okay. The other two choices are Fabulous Moolah or Bull Nakano. Bull Nakano. Yeah. Yeah, that was... It had... There was nobody else left. Mm Mm-hmm. Former UFC women's champion Ronda Rousey and the four horsewomen of MMA looked on from ringside at which year's SummerSlam. 2015? Choices are 2011, 2012, 2013, or 2014. I'm too far ahead in time, so then I'm going to guess 14. Yeah. Yep. I got my years mixed up. I was close. Okay. Alberto Del Rio is the only superstar to compete in the opening and closing matches at SummerSlam in 2011. True or false? I want to say that's true. Yep. He won money in the bank. No, that wasn't SummerSlam. That was a WrestleMania match. Yeah. I don't know what happened then. No. He faced CM Punk. He had a match and then he cashed in later or something. Right. Seems logical. Something like that, yeah. Uh, SummerSlam 2005. Which superstar had $100 bills with his face on them rained down in the audience during his entrance? 2005. SummerSlam. Eddie Guerrero? Nope. Your choices are Alberto Del Rio, Eddie, De Gr- Eddie Guerrero, JBL, or the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. I like that I got one of the four. Yeah. JBL? Yeah. Yeah. And last question. Okay. Which superstar said, just prior to his tag team bout at SummerSlam 2009, you girls want a war, you got a war? Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, JTG, or Triple H? Cody Rhodes? Mm-hmm. Triple H. Triple H. Yep. I don't... 
Yeah, that's very that. obscure. <laughs> yeah, I think I did all right on that one. Yeah, not too bad. Not too shabby at all. Okay. And I guess that'll take us on to take over thirty once in wheels. Yeah, so, we got a pretty. I'm stoked for the card to be honest. I am too. We're gonna watch it. Yeah, it's gonna be good times for sure. We're gonna watch that and Dynamite in the same night. I know because that's what we do. Yep. All right. Uh, NXT Cruiserweight Championship: Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. I think Escobar's going to retain. I do too. One and will. Yep. Cause, Same. Yeah. One and will. All right. Uh, North American Championship ladder match. Uh, what do we have? Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, um, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano. Johnny or well. Yeah, probably Johnny Gargano. Probably Johnny Gargano. And then probably Velveteen Dream or Finn Balor. Well, yeah, it'll be Velveteen Dream or Finn Balor. Yeah. I don't know. And Out of those two, honestly. Yeah. Who do you think? One will. Um, God. I got, I, I'm going to be honest. Want Cameron Grimes. Yeah, that's I where I fucking I, love yeah, Cameron I want Grimes. Cameron Grimes. He is fantastic. That's where I was going. Yeah. I could watch that guy all day, yeah. every day. Will, I think they're pulling the trigger on Damian Priest here. I really do. I do, too. Um, that's why he's been losing, Yeah, that's most likely. He wanted to get into this match, but right. that's why he lost against Bronson Reed. Right. And plus, it made Bronson Reed look big, which I'm right. a big fan of him, too. Right. And I'd like to see them quit, keep pushing him. So. God, I want Cameron Grimes. But, yeah, I want Cameron Grimes to win it. He's amazing. Uh, he's one of my favorite NXT superstars right now. Mm-hmm. Women's Championship, Yo Shirai versus Dakota Kai. I think Eo's retaining one and will. Yep, same. Yep. Um, Adam Cole versus Maybe. Pat Pat McAfee. Adam Cole. Yeah. One will. Yeah. Same. And NXT Championship match: Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross. I think Keith Lee's gonna retain. Really? And I'm, I'm gonna do that as the will, but I'm gonna go want Karrion Cross. I want so like. Because I do want Cross. I think I think Keith Lee retains. Okay. But it's gonna be wonky. I don't think this is done. I'm fine with that too. Like I'm fine with that. That's it, it needs cool. to go one yeah. Like I think that's what will happen. What I want to happen, yeah, I want I want Karen Cross to win. Cross to yep. just straight up win. Cool. Like, so Alright. And that's it. That's it. And that takes us on to number fifty five, Ruru. A Rusev for you WWE yeah. fans. Or Miro for time. you Twitch fans. And I went first last time, so you get to go first this time, BJ. Sweet. I watched Rusev versus Roman Reigns for the U.S. title from Class of Champions 2016. Um, So the match I watched was kind of fucked. Like, it was only half the match, but, like, every other minute or something. It was weird. I was here for the end of it. It yeah. was fucked up. Um, so, I don't even remember who won. You were here. Didn't Rusev win? Yes. Yeah. Um, but either way. So, like, I'm going to put Rusev in the same category as Wade Barrett. Do I love Rusev? Yes. Is he towards the top of, of my heart? Yes. But did they do anything with him or do anything proper with him or pull the trigger when they should have a hundred fucking times? No. no. So, yeah, him and... He's going to be ahead of Wade Barrett. Um, but that's it. Great. Like, unfortunately. Just to start it, I'm agreeing it, there yeah. on where he's going to be on the list. Same deal. 
Um, like if they would have done what they should have done with him and pulled well, the trigger, if he would have beat John Cena. Speaking of what they should have done, again, if they would have beat John Cena, three fucking guys in a row in this decade. Look at this: Bray Wyatt, Wade Barrett, and Rusev. All they if needed all was three, to beat Cena, yeah. and they would have and been, they would have been, they been top been ten, top guys, next next level yeah. guys. No, but Instead. WWE can't figure that out, right? And John Cena would have been fine. They think they can only make one star at a time, and that's right. obviously not true. It's not. As we can see with AEW and NXT both. So right. I don't fucking know. But this is the proof right here. I watched Rusev versus John Cena. Yeah. March 29, 2015 from WrestleMania 31. Mm-hmm. In this case is you buds forgot, <laughs> this is the one where he lost the United States Championship to John Cena yeah. after coming to ring in a fucking tank. Right. God damn it, Vince. Right. The match was good, too. It was so fucking good. It was. It was John Cena and Rusev. Mm-hmm. Fucking John Cena was the first person in this match to get out of the accolade, and then he won the match with the fucking STFU. Yeah. He didn't even fucking pin him. He tapped out Rusev for the United mm-hmm. States Championship. Fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And then Rusev gets himself over a second time, and they fucking didn't do shit yep. with him. So I don't know, but I agree with you. He's next to last for whatever reason. Yeah. But next but week's yeah, a different story, be. bud. Mm-hmm. Because oh, only yeah. one of the two guys next week is falling automatically to the back. So we review number 56, Nick Aldis, mm-hmm. the NWA heavyweight champion of the world. And number 57, Michael Elgin. God. Yeah. He's last. Yeah, fuck Michael Elgin. Here's my Michael Elgin yeah, match. He lost. Dead last. Hopefully. Next. Uh, yeah. But tell us what Nick Aldis match you think we should watch, Bud. You can hit us up at Bud's WW on the Twitter or email to the Gmail at the same. You can get me at D A R E L L underscore G U N S. I told you guys you could get it at the end. He did. At the beginning. He see? told you. Spoilers. Um, and you can get me at Beach2004. That's B E J 2 0 4. Leave us a five star rating, comments, yeah. like, share, subscribe, send yeah. an email to the Gmail. Right. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your dogs, tell your neighbors, tell. Uh, send us your questions while yeah. I answer them on the podcast. Yeah, you guys should do that. You should send us questions and thoughts and happened. suggestions. Yeah, I did. We, we did used it? to in oh, the early Seth. days. Seth, Seth did once. Yeah. That's about it. I think we had one anonymous one or something, too. And it's, I mean, it's our fault. We don't do Twitter. But, like, if you do Twitter, Twitter, Twitter with We'll you. Twitter you back. We're just not good at initiating conversation. Unless it's on the podcast. Cause right. Because this is what we do. Yeah. And yeah. I guess that's it, buds. Peace out. Until next time, that's BJ over there. Boom, that's Daryl over there. See you later, guys. See ya. Bye. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bitches. Sound check number two. Sound See, like that's check way better, two. dude. Look at that. Yeah, those are real lines. That's better. Yeah. I just turned it up on the computer as opposed to physically on the mic. Right. So, yeah. Fucking mic. Woo! Not doing your job. Oh, I need to turn it down a little, actually. <laughs> Went too far. Too far, man. Let's try that and see how that works. Woo! Oh, yeah, that's not ah. overbearing. I'm not going to make people crash cars again. So, sweet. Yeah. That was the sound check brought yeah. to you by BJ Undero. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess Whenever you're ready, let's do it. <clears throat>